Hi, this is Kevin Menard, and you're listening to The Way with Sarah and Stacy. I'm Sarah Raggi. And I'm Stacy Griffith. And this is The, the Way. Way. The behind-the-scenes methods of today's health and wellness superstars. So our next guest is Kevin Menard from Kevin Menard Acupuncture. Um, He is located in Sag Harbor um, out in the Hamptons. I discovered him this summer. I just, I needed an acupuncturist. I got, I asked three people for recommendations and they all said Kevin Menard. So he's amazing. He's absolutely amazing. He's very easy on the eyes. It's too He's a little bit easy on the eyes. Yes. I found myself slightly flustered when I met him. I'm like, oh, ooh, does my hair look okay? Yeah, we'll get over yourself. He's gay. He's gay. <laughs> um, he doesn't like girls. He is. He, and he's also such a, just a sweet soul. He rides my classes in the Hamptons and I also live in Sag Harbor. So it's, mm. you know, it's not, I call it Snuggle Harbor, by the way, because so people who look is. like they like to snuggle live there. It's so true. It's cozy. It's such a like, just, snuggly. I don't know. It's right. It's, it's like, magical, wake up, get a cup move of there, coffee. Everyone. Don't move right. there. <laughs> Stay away. Yeah, it's true. He belongs in Sag Harbor and also his, his um, office is right next to Provisions, which is like my oh. favorite place on the planet. It's a health food store, natural health food store with an incredible juice bar and elixir bar and all this yeah. amazing stuff. So it's pretty killer. I always go into my sessions with Kevin and then he's like, so go to Provisions and buy, you know, X, Y, Z. And I can always just dip in and get my new yeah. stuff. I can't wait to ask him about all of his herb elixirs and all of his yes. secret potions. He's yes. like a little like Harry Potter in there. <laughs> He creates his own herbs, which we're going to oh. dig into. He's obsessed with CBD. Um, and what I love about him is I've never had the same s- treatment twice. Mm-hmm. So sometimes he'll do stim. Sometimes he'll do cupping. Sometimes he'll do just straight needles. Great. Um, That's he, a good doctor. He's really good. And he really, you know what? One of his, he might not even know this about himself, but his best qualities is his listening ability. Mm. He is tuned in and as soon as you start talking he is focused and you know it's going in and he's already thinking okay like i'm gonna do a needle in spleen four and then i'm gonna like you could already see the the it working and um he also has been treating my husband chris um that's a lot of needles a couple of months he calls him the killer how many thousands of needles does chris (laughs) calls him killer yeah he goes (laughs) i can hear so kevin has a split room and um i can hear in the other room Kevin, he's like, how you doing, killer? And Chris is like, oh, oh. And I'm like, you know what? He's such a wimp. Oh. He's, like, he's like, I know. It's always I thought the you girls meant split that room because meals. Chris is so big he needs two rooms. <laughs> well, he, yeah, kind of. <laughs> he could use two rooms. Oh, so, Captain America. Anyways, so um, anyways, I'm so excited to see, see Kevin. So Me let's, too. Let's bring him in. Yeah. If we're going to have headphones or what? Welcome yeah, no. to the way where we rock it with no headphones. It's great to be here. I know. All right, tell us when we're rolling. So good to have you. It's great to be here. Nice to see you outside of the, I'm usually half naked with needles in me when Kevin and I are hanging oh, out. Oh, well, that's Wrapped fancy. in foil. Wrapped in foil for warmth because I get <laughs> very so cold. That's so fancy. I love that. <laughs> so, okay, we were just talking about Tai Chi and Kevin was breaking it down for us. So I want to get this on, I want to get this on, on recording. So, he was doing a little Tai Chi outside. So tell us what it is exactly. Okay. Well, I think to back up, because the conversation is going to be about acupuncture, Chinese medicine, right? And kind of what informs everything is that it's based in the Tao, which was the ancient philosophy of the Chinese. 
which is based in a harmony and balance, right? And if you, you know the Tai Chi symbol, mm-hmm. it has the yin and yang, right? Mm-hmm. The two fish, the black and white fish that are always morphing into each other. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like perfect balance. Um, everyone, everything, every creature, every essence has uh, a combination of yin and yang. And when things are in balance um, and things are free flowing, there's health and there's life. And when there's stagnation, there's illness and death. That's mm-hmm. kind of everything just kind of like... You know, like d- drill down. Does it have anything to do with male and female? It does. Okay. It does. So the um, yang is related to male and yin is related to female. Uh, yang is more external. It's uh, more activity. It's heat. It's the sun. It's daytime. It's um, all that sort of like external yang energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yin is more the feminine element, and it's related to women. It's related to nighttime, to fluids, to moisture, to um, internal, right? Both of them, there's the external power of yang, and then there's the internal power of yin. Both are the same. They're both powerful. They're just different. And at different stages in life, we have different ones. When we're young, uh, we're kind of in our young, young phase, right? You see all these kids, and they're playing aggressive sports and you know, the young martial arts are like uh, kung fu and karate and all that, right? It's a lot of kicking and beating the hell out of each other. <laughs> and then when you get older into the more yin phase, and I'm going to use martial arts as an example because that's what I was doing, Tai Chi. Okay. It's more a yin um, exercise where the energy and the power is turned more internal, right? Still as strong. If you think about when you're young, um, all that sort of muscle building, running fast, action, all this kind of stuff. And then as you get older, I think for the Chinese kind of mapped it out, like every seven years for a male and every eight years for a female, Mm -hmm. um, that you kind of hit different cycles. And Mm -hmm. kind of like the, if you, um, to back up a second, to give you a really good example of how it works, the, um, if you look at the year, right, summer, um, winter, fall, spring, all the different seasons, Mm -hmm. um, summertime is like young at full manifest, right? June 21st, first day of summer, longest day of the year. Mm. That's yang, right? That's Mm -hmm. like full yang manifest. That's Mm. when yang is prime. There's still an essence of yin, but it's very small. Then days are the longest, right? Nights are the shortest. And then after June 21st, it's slowly, the nights slowly start getting longer, which we start going into the yin phase. Mm. So right now we're kind of, this season of fall is kind of the yin manifest Mm. phase. Humans are the same. We hit that point, whether we mm-hmm. like it or not, right. where all of a sudden we hit that crest and we start coming down on the other side of the hill. Doesn't mean we're less powerful. Externally, we kind of are, right? Um, I treat a lot of athletes, and they have a real struggle when they hit their 40s that they can't do what they did in the 30s, mm-hmm. right? They're still kind of right. taking supplements, they're mm-hmm. driving, they're training harder, they're doing all these things, but they just don't have the stamina, right? They passed that apex a long time ago, mm-hmm. but they refuse to sort of believe it. And what happens mm-hmm. is they get injured, right? Mm-hmm. Tendons start tearing because mm-hmm. if you, um, you know, they're kind of burning through their fluids and doing mm-hmm. all this. So what happens is as you get older, you can still do all that stuff, but you need to sort, you need to modify your exercising, mm-hmm. right? You need to do exercising that's more restorative, mm-hmm. more yin, mm-hmm. as we say, right? Aham, so, Chris Raggy. What's that? Aham, Chris Raggy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you start integrating yoga right? Breathing exercises. And, you know, I love Tai, there's, Tai Chi's amazing, you know, tai, um, it is, there's a, um, 
It can be like a fighting form, like the Matrix. That was mm-hmm. all Tai Chi moves. Got it. Right? You can go that level. Wow. Or you see the old guys and me in the park. <laughs> like I'm an old guy. kind of am. But in the park, you know, doing right. the slow movements and all that. Um, they are the, the, the power that they're generating, the chi, is still as important, but it's all internal. They're yeah. actually, we're familiar with the concept of chi, right, that runs mm-hmm. through our body, mm-hmm. the uh, energetic. And the, by doing the internal martial arts, you're actually converting chi into essence, Got which it. is Like putting basis. lightning in a bottle kind exactly, of thing. Exactly, exactly. That's why you see some of these, you know, older people in the park that are doing a lot of Asian Americans and you know, they got a lot of, they're strong as a bull, they have black hair, they're still pretty strong, they're doing all the movements and that is because they have strong essence and that's a whole nother podcast. And that's the secret. And is it similar to meditating? Like if you were to like, if I drop down and kind of meditate, I've got got frenetic energy, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, and I just, I'm like, okay, Sarah, just, and I spend 20 minutes and I do, I practice TM. Right. Is, am I converting that into like, calm energy that's not really not really not at all the same thing it's it's similar but different meditation is so important to sort of like calming everything down and sort of you know like um calming your nervous system down Mm -hmm. um tai chi and qigong is sort of like meditation in motion got it and you are with the um qigong is important because when we um as our bodies uh there's two ways we get qi right, um, from the food we eat mm-hmm. and the air that we breathe, mm-hmm. right? So when we're doing these movements, and every movement have uh, has a yin and yang form to it, mm-hmm. they also relate to the organs in the body. Mm-hmm. So they actually strengthen. When you're doing different movements, they're actually sending chi to specific organs, your kidneys, mm-hmm. your lungs, your liver, mm-hmm. all that. So it's kind of like this, yeah, you're kind of like strengthening all your organs. And you're breathing, breathing in the air, breathing in the chi. It's being disseminated through your blood throughout the body. And you are actually, instead of exhausting chi, like Mm -hmm. if you go and run a triathlon right now, you're going to feel exhausted at the end, right? You're burning chi. Right. Um, This one, you're actually building chi. You're absorbing chi. You're building it. And transforming it. I should do Tai Chi when I'm teaching on the floor. <laughs> I think you need to. I think you need to <laughs> I, learn some moves. Yeah. yeah, you should. Yeah. You need definitely. Some moves. You kind of have some of them already. <laughs> yeah. You know, we just kind of need to expand. The quick fire. Yeah, yeah. If you kind yeah. of expand right. the, the motion just a little bit, yeah. you'll actually have the Tai Chi it. down. Yeah. I'm doing it tomorrow. Yeah. So it's funny because when you're speaking about Tai Chi, it sounds similar to what acu- the needles do with acupuncture. Yes. Is, am I right? Like, Very similar. Yep, you're it's all connected. moving energy. Like that's what Kevin's taught me this summer. I've, I've been seeing him every week since June. And it's like it's all about just moving energy. Energy gets stuck and stagnant. And by placing a needle in one of your... Oh, I guess what would you call the point that you put? Acupuncture yeah, points. Uh, yeah, yeah, it releases energy and yeah. creates a movement or a flow. Yeah. The best. Yeah. I need to see you more often. Oh, you should yeah. come in. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty similar to okay. what you just said. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's because we have acupuncture points. What's interesting is, okay, so there's the yin and yang that they developed, right? And let me just back up a second because, you know, if people are always like, how does acupuncture work, mm-hmm. right? It's a 3,000-year-old right. right. medical theory system. And it's very complicated, and especially to wrap it in kind of Western medicine, mm-hmm. like how we can measure everything and see everything, because 
people kind of get lost. In the beginning, I was like, well, your chi runs through your body and the yin and, and their eyes were rolled. They were like, yeah. what are you talking about? Right. Right? It's like you, you lost me at chi and yin. Exactly, <laughs> right. exactly. Chris, so, Chris would be like that. Exactly. It is kind of voodoo, though. It's like it healthy is. voodoo. It is, it is. Do you know before Mao that there was a spiritual component to acupuncture and they felt it was a little too voodoo? So when the um, the uh, what was it called when the communist change in China happened the something really bad the the, the yeah yeah when the mount <laughs> mount the communist takeover Mao Tse Tung yeah 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 they um they actually sent all the acupuncturists into the wilderness they're like get out of here this medicine is too voodoo they wanted to be more western and they saw acupuncture as like too voodoo wow and so they actually distilled it down to what we have today called TCM which is very straightforward acupuncture points but that used to be a big component there was a lot of writings about demons and ghosts because they didn't know how the body worked right you know that's s- probably where it was derived from was it, acupuncture yeah voodoo ex- they had to find it from somewhere <laughs> you know, somebody so- just took it and <laughs> yeah. turned it dark yeah that's what happens to most things yeah. <laughs> it went dark when <laughs> acupuncture went dark and voodoo was born you know i never thought about that yeah uh-huh. and i'm from that area in the country louisiana <gasps> yeah, New Orleans. <laughs> I have some Maybe New Orleans like stories. So much. Right. I have some New Orleans <laughs> acupuncture like stories voodoo. for another time. But okay. right. king cake and Mardi Gras, <laughs> <laughs> hurricanes. <And> yeah. <laughs> so how did you get into this? Like, how did you find your way to acupuncture? So going back to Louisiana, it's really interesting. Um, we had this um, growing up in uh, French area in Louisiana. My parents and grandparents spoke French before English. And they had this healing tradition um, where some of the elders were trained uh, in healing. And what they do, like if in every each uncle or aunt had a um, specific uh, talent or part of the body they were given to treat. So like I remember as a kid, I sprained my arm and my mom was like, oh, we got to go see Nonko Bay. And I went over there. I was like, all right. And, oh, and wow. he, it was a uh, treatment, a hands-on treatment but it was all in French and holy water. It was kind of a mix of Catholicism with a little voodoo, with all this stuff. And I was like, and my mom actually, her forte was uh, sunstrokes. It's Louisiana, so, you know. Okay. And, um, so and I always like, it just always resonated with me. I'm like, this is crazy. You know what I mean? Of course, Did they like, tell you it was French or were they speaking in No, tongues? they spoke French. No, it was French. I okay. can understand French as a okay. kid. Yeah, yeah. Did no, it, it was French. Did it work? Did you sprain it? I mean, I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? It was just kind of the whole, you know, like, maybe it wasn't that bad of a sprain, you know? <laughs> you were like, he's healing me, and like, that's cool. Well, it was kind of this old, French. you know, this kind of my old cousin, you know, anything right. when you're like eight, anyone over 40 is like 100. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, this and old scary man is like too. saying, you know, prayers over me and throwing yeah. holy water on me. So, but it just kind of like, but it was a big part of it. They were called Tretors, and it was a big part of our culture down there, huh. right? And um, so it just, it resonated with me. I went, you know, we grew up Catholic, um, and, you know, like any other high, you know, teen and grows up Catholic, you revolt, rebel, mm. and then you kind of go, and you go on your own spiritual search, you know, studied Buddhism and yoga with Guru Mai, upstate New York, and I was always on a quest, so I was always mm-hmm. kind of really open. I practiced uh, martial arts over the years, um, so I was curious. I didn't mm-hmm. particularly like needles, mm-hmm. but I was curious about acupuncture, mm-hmm. and then um, in the late 90s, I was uh, I was working in um, advertising sales on the internet, which was just kind of kicking in. It was like fast and furious. I was training, doing triathlons. And whenever I'd injure myself, I'd go to like an osteopath or something like that. I wouldn't go to a doctor. I wasn't into pharmaceuticals or anything like that. 
And I was like, you know what, I'm going to try acupuncture. You know, I really want to, I've been around kind of the Buddhist space for a while. I was like, I really want to give this a shot. So I was really lucky. I was introduced to this uh, amazing healer named Abdi Asadi. And my first treatment. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. I went to him. He's amazing. He stings acupuncturist, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, am- he is amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. He changed my life. Yeah. And so my first experience, and you know, I could feel when they put the needles in, like the twitches. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. It confirmed to me that we are electrical bodies. Right. Yes. I didn't know it was chi at the like time. You had an aha moment. I had like, an aha whoa. moment. I was and like, what you're thinking too, like like the way you think during the treatment and what's going on in your life at that time. Mm. He's super like that guy is deep. Oh, he's I mean, he's gifted. How did you meet him? Well, the, it was back in the days where if you work for a company, you can send like a company like uh, an email company wide. Okay. <laughs> like <Great>. all. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I want to be healed. I know. <laughs> and I worked for this really cool um it's probably the coolest job I've ever had. It was called Sudo. It was live interactive TV on the internet. I, there were probably five people watching, right? It was like a broadband before broadband was cool, right? It was down in Soho. We considered the guy that started started considered himself the Andy Warhol of the internet, Josh Harris, and it was like crazy, creative, like avant garde. And I'm like, if anyone's gonna know an acupuncturist, this crew will. Wow. So I sent. I got two names, and I saw obvious like it resonated with me, and I got in there. Wow. And um, and he was my really big exposure introduction to everything metaphysical. Hmm. And so yin, yang, essence, constitution, and it just really resonated with me. Hmm. And I was seeing him, any chance, you know, it's like, God forbid I just go and get acupuncture every week. Something had to hurt, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, this doesn't feel so great. And then finally, but I felt after a treatment, amazing. As like, I'd walk out of there and I felt like a supernova was Mm -hmm. just like exploding in my chest. I felt so good. Hmm. And, um, And I was just, started going and I started recommending everyone to go. And then over time, I developed a Rolodex because different acupuncturists treat differently. Like I do sports medicine acupuncture, Mm -hmm. which is more like physical, muscular, skeletal. Mm -hmm. And then there's more the energetic like Abdi, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, Abdi can like look at you and see your auras and do all this Mm -hmm. like crazy stuff. And um, so over time, I had a Rolodex of acupuncturists. And if you were like, I have a headache, I'm like, oh, you gotta have acupuncture. I had like bosses that were having like heart trouble. I'm like, you got to see, get it, got to wow. get acupuncture. You know what I mean? Wow. It was like I believed in it that much. I was a huge mm-hmm. advocate. And then um, the when my last job, I was working, um, was heading up sales for this one company, Last FM, mm-hmm. and it was kind of the precursors uh, to uh, Spotify. And it was it was great. It was burning out. It was like when the market kind of crashed, and I was like, my position was eliminated. And I was like. I could keep doing what I'm doing in media or I could do something else, right? And I really wanted to go more in the helping people space, mm-hmm. you know? And so I talked to Abdi and I was like, do you think I'd be a good acupuncturist? He's like, brother, you'd be amazing. Of course, I was like, I don't know. I mean, wow. it's just How like something. Did you study under him or with him? Or um, he just sent you where he went? He sent to me. He sent me where he went. He said, listen, go to, there's two schools in New York, Tri-State and Pecom. Check them out yourself. Mm-hmm. I won't give you my opinion. You have to feel it. Yeah. And, um, and then I went check out Tri-State where he went and just, it really resonated with me. It's a more, it was really about the needling and the acupuncture. How long does that take? It's a three year graduate program. And I went back to school at 45. Okay. Graduate school 45. So it was a big decision. I was like, 
you know, I'm not yeah. a spring chicken. And then I've been in business my whole life. <laughs> right. And learning Eastern medical theory, it was hard. And I then bet. also to like read a textbook. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's and like, study, I guess. I mean, my, like my brain couldn't like absorb yeah. in, information and stick. So, and then because I really wanted to hit the ground running, I started interning immediately. Um, what was great about Tri-State is that you were introduced to a lot of quote unquote master practitioners in the city. They had a lot of them that would come in and uh, do what's called grand rounds and practice and teach. And what I did was would go to each of their clinics to see how they practice. And mm -hmm. at the time, I actually had back pain. So I was like, all right, let me see who fixes me. <laughs> and so I went to all these different um, acupuncturists huh. and to see how they needled. Everyone is mm -hmm. different. Right. And I found this one clinic, um, uh, this guy named um, Tom Bizio. He's like one of the founding fathers of acupuncture, Chinese medicine, martial arts in New York. I studied martial arts with him. He's amazing, wow. truly amazing. He has this... Um, Clinic. He had it on. It's called Fifth Street Clinic, and he had all his uh, a team there. And the way it, it was real old school. You know, Tom when he was you know he's Italian from Long Island, but when he was 17, he was like international kickboxing champion, mm. right? Like Taekwondo and all this kind of stuff. So he kind of came up through the martial arts world, learning mm -hmm. acupuncture, learning Chinese herbs. I mean, he was amazing. Wow. So I went in his clinic, and there was a woman there, um, Wanda, who. Uh, treated me and everything they did the needling electric stimulation cupping moxa all this stuff i left and i was like wow yeah this is amazing i, I love found, cupping yeah because i was looking I love, it. love it you know i wasn't sure at tri-state you know you learn uh tcm traditional chinese medicine needling there's japanese needling there's kiko which she's just amazing uh practitioner from boston there's all these different styles, mm -hmm. and you don't really know what you want. Did you do the dry do. needling? Well, you know, dry needling is a, a PT term. Okay. You know, it's the what we call it is um, extra um, long and painful. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, if you get it done by an acupuncturist, it won't be because what's oh happening is PTs. When you go in and say like your calves, you have a muscle spasm. That's where I had my just, spasm. Yeah, they'll just needle the hell out of that. For an acupuncturist, what you'll do is I thought I was dying. Well, we'll vent it first. Well, like let the energy out and then you slowly go in there and release it because, you know, we call it um, not dry needling. We call it um, trigger point release. Yeah. And we learned that at the school I went to because that's a big part of what I do. The reason PTs, it's not within their scope of practice in New York. Um, and, you know, it's one. Of, there's kind of like a turf battle with that. But the difference is if you just go and wail on somebody with a needle, it's going to hurt. Yeah. And it might not fix it. You know, it, 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 it might twitch. You're going to get all this release, but it might spasm back. Thing with an acupuncture I twitched in my butt for yeah. two weeks, and yeah. it would not oh, stop. Wow. Yeah. And I had a That's very bad calf roll. Like, not didn't roll up, but it was very bad. I couldn't walk for a month. Yeah. Wow. I couldn't roll up on my toe. Yeah. And so we tried it, and I went sheet white, which I never... I, my pain threshold is pretty strong. I mean, I have uh, 15 tattoos, <laughs> so I can handle the needle. But they went in so deep that I just like, I almost fainted on the table and wow. I went into a hot sweat. Yeah. Like yeah. from head to toe, like you could have rang my clothes out and I've never had that ever happen to me in my entire life. Wow. Yeah. And ever since then, I'm not, I love acupuncture and I think everyone should get acupuncture, but that particular one, I don't know what it hit or what happened to my body, but like I went into like a serious different person. It's oh. painful. 
yeah. you know, if you kind of go in hard like that, you know, and it, it um, you know, and, and that's the, uh, you know, when in describing kind of going way back to like, you know, how acupuncture works, mm-hmm. right? There's a few things that happen when we insert needles into the body. One, there's a proprioceptive um, action, which is that muscle release, right? Mm-hmm. When there's a muscle spasm, it lets go. Uh, it releases endorphins, which is body's natural painkillers, calms the nervous system down. It, uh, uh, it um, picks up blood flow, circulation, mm-hmm. so everything is going on. So if you're doing the proper needling, you kind of tee it up, you won't have that mm. extra strong, painful reaction. Now, some of my patients, if they're listening, they're going to be like, oh, my God, he kills me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. my husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you have to go. Action, yeah. yeah, it is. You have to, depending on the person and the condition, mm-hmm. you have to know how much you can go because um, you sometimes, if you have some big knots in there, you have to go and get them. You have to release them, but you can tread lightly. I heard, you know? I overheard them saying, how far in, that looks very far in, how far <laughs> in could you actually push that needle? Oh. oh, I could touch her tibia. Oh. Yeah. I was like, how, wait, yeah. how far in do your needles go? Not, it's not far, right? Or is it? <laughs> well, I, I don't think you should talk you, about you really that. I actually know. don't know. <laughs> I say if yeah, you're listening and you want to try acupuncture, I it's have... very light. It, it does. It feels like someone's taking a paperclip and just opening up the paperclip and and gently touching it. That is what it feels like. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't like. It doesn't hurt. I don't think it hurts. I just think it it just awakens you. It's not supposed to hurt. You're absolutely yeah. right. The needles are hair thin. Yeah. Stainless steel. You can't even notice. Sometimes I'm like, are you going to do it? And he's like, yeah. uh, I'm done. Yeah. You want a little stimulation because you want to get that chi going. Yeah. You know, and it all depends what and body you'll feel that we're heat. doing, right? You'll feel that little heat come in. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's like, oh, there yeah. it is. But yeah, it, sometimes I treat people and... You know, and, you know, going back to, you know, what it's about, sort of, you know, it's yin-yang is the basis. So when you come in, it's all about balance. I look at you and I'm like, what's out of balance? Right. Right. Where's her yin? Where's your yang? Mm-hmm. Does she have too much heat? Does she have too much this? How's her chi? Is there dance? Like all these things that we're computing that we need right. to balance the body. And so, you know, we use the, uh, the needles to sort of like figure that. So the Chinese... They came out, I don't know how they mapped this out, but their belief system, our belief system, is that there are these meridians that run up and down the body, which are channels of um, chi and blood that flow Mm -hmm. up and down. And each one of these meridians relate to a specific organ, right? There's the liver, the kidney, the spleen, the lungs. So if I look at you and I'm like, hmm, you know, I could, her her liver is really kicked up right now. Or I look at you and it's like, we got to get some blood flow, right? Mm-hmm. Or someone comes in and I do these palpations in their abdominal area and I can see if their adrenals are hot, right? I look mm. at the tongue. Mm-hmm. You know, I can tell a lot from the I tongue. I wish we had a he table reads, in here. He reads all your <laughs> vitals. Reading. He reads yeah. all your vitals before yeah. y- you get a treatment. Yeah. So like he looks under my tongue, like whites in my eyes. Like, yeah, you're always looking at the top of my tongue too. You're like, yeah. okay, looking for dampness. Yeah. So cool. It's yeah. really well, you cool. You really can't bullshit your acupuncturist. No, we can see. You, you know, know what I mean? you're, we're hearing you, yeah. but then I'm kind of feeling around and touching and right. yeah, I you love can that. feel the meridians. And so that's so much better than a doctor, I think. Well, that's it's so much what, on I a mean, deeper level. I've sent so many of my clients to Kevin and they're like, he's my new general practitioner. Yeah. Like, I no longer have a doctor. Like, he's my guy. It's amazing. It still astounds me of how remarkable it, it is. It works. Yeah. Some of the conditions that come in, I'm like, wow, you know, how it changes things. Mm-hmm. You know, I have this one patient, she started seeing me about a year and a half ago, two years, and she came in, she was seeing another acupuncturist out east and he moved away. And she is, um, 
she was about, she's early 70s. She was about, her kidneys are kind of like, you know, not that great. And the doctor wanted to go on dialysis and she doesn't want to. She's, you know, she's a tough little cookie from out there. And she just didn't want to. And so she was coming in every week and we're doing acupuncture and stuff. And she gets tested like every couple of weeks and her numbers improved so much, her GFR and creatine and everything else, that she, the doctor's like, you don't need to go on dialysis. And so we're keeping that at bay. That blows my wow. mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just That's type 2 That's why diabetes. real doctors talk shit. Yeah. Blows because, my mind. Yeah. Right? And she brings in results. We look at it. I'm like, sometimes the numbers add up. I'm like, all right, we got to. I'm like, how's your diet? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> right. nutrition is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the pillars of, of Chinese medicine, nutrition, exercise, acupuncture, all that is like really, really important Chinese herbs. But nutrition is probably the most key. I have a conversation with patients all the time. About, I look at their tongues. I'm like, all right, yeah. what's your typical right. breakfast, lunch, and yeah. dinner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, you're looking a little damp. Yeah. <laughs> if and we all stuck our tongue out right now, could you tell what's wrong or what we're lacking? <laughs> I could probably or what get we an just idea. drank because I just yeah. had a... All right. Not, not all from right. what you drank. Well, I just had a beet, uh, <laughs> apple, carrot, so lemon, ginger edge. thing. It might look like you have like blood stagnation. Oh, you're actually a little cheat deficient. It's bling cheat deficient, a little puffy. And you also your tongue's twitching a little bit. So really, yeah, it's a little got a little wind going on. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. It is twitching yeah. a little. Yeah, is that from the ginger? Means she's, deficient. Do you eat no, a lot of um, raw vegetables or shakes and stuff like that? You're probably no, no raw vegetable raw. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you need she needs warm grounding she, foods. You need warm, yeah. Like bone yeah. broth. It's like cooked, yeah. You're kind of pale. Like Maybe ginger, immune soup. soup. I'm going to the tanning salon. Now. <laughs> pale. <laughs> Kidding. Um, warm grounding food. Yeah. Well, you know, those mouth sores that I get all the time. I think we talked about this at your house once, about those canker sores. Yes. That I want to get acupuncture for them because right. my pH balance is off or something in my mouth. You're, so you're too acidic. Right. Yeah. Right. So you're, so you need to have foods that are alkaline, like greens. I mean, I, how many know? more greens can I possibly have? I don't Slightly know. cooked. Are they raw or are you kind of cooking them? No, I, I don't eat too many raw vegetables. Last night I had a lot of raw vegetables, though. Yeah. Like raw asparagus, and I had raw green beans, and I had chicken breast. I had like a really light. What I do you have for breakfast? I don't. I fast. Okay. So I go, go. I skip breakfast. Okay. Kevin is Big not no, a no. fan of fasting. Yeah. We're going to, yeah. we can get into that because I heard about it this summer. He's like, Sarah, <laughs> I need you to eat oatmeal. I was like, oatmeal. what? You want me to have carbs? Oats are on my like anemia, paleo, no, no. Really? Mm. Yeah, They're because really of my sores. For you. Yeah, really? Well, what about the doctor other... said I need to go paleo and that I shouldn't have oats or quinoa or anything. Like, What about something else that's broth? Even like soup. Can you have chicken soup I love, in the morning? I could. Yeah, that would be great. I love soup for breakfast. Something actually. hot and brothy in the morning to mm-hmm. kind of warm you up. I'm into it. Yeah, because it's interesting. Like the Chinese, the way they see our digestive area is like mm-hmm. this big cauldron. That like during the day, we're like this fire that's burning all the food and converting it to energy and chi Mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And if we, but to properly absorb the chi or nutrients, our body first has to bring it to uh, body temperature, has to heat it up. Mm -hmm. So if we're eating cold food all the time or raw food, Mm -hmm. it's exerting itself extra to kind of like, you know, like uh, to kind of get it there. And before you know it, it passes through. That makes total sense because I always am craving soup. Yeah. Like I had soup all summer. Yeah. Hot soup. That's good. All the time. I love it. Yeah. And if you think of it in the morning, so you go to bed at night mm-hmm. and I know you go to bed early. Yes, I So do. you go to bed and like you're sleeping all night, that fire starts to dwindle down. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then by the, by in the morning, it's just like little embers. 
A lot of people, what do they have? They have like yogurt, fruit, a sure. cold shake, yeah. you know, right, and it just puts the fire out, right? <laughs> right? And so it's like, it takes a long time of like stoking that up to right. build it. You oh, know? that makes sense. Hot cereal. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, for You'll kids. feel different. You could do like a gluten-free oats, like, but not the raw, not the like steel cut yeah. juice press ones, like the cold ones. Warm, warm in the morning. Warm in the morn. I mean, bone broth is so awesome. You could put some quinoa in it. Like, I, I'm not supposed to have quinoa. Because it's a grain? I don't know. It's on this paleo diet thing. It's funny because the way you think about nutrition, because you're coming from sort of Chinese medicine perspective, is so different from like all the trends that mm-hmm. we're learning about, right? Like I don't think about – well, I do more now a lot. And I think a lot about yin-yang because – um, I don't think about, okay, like warm versus cold food. I'm like, okay, what's the nutri- nutrient density or mm-hmm. what's the makeup of this meal? You don't ever think about the temperature in like Western culture. Right. We don't ever, we're not trained to think like that, but it really makes a lot of you sense. You have to add that to your arsenal of tricks you have up yeah. your nutrition. I've been sleep. incorporating a lot of stuff I've learned with Kevin, especially mm-hmm. like psyllium husk, which he introduced me to, which is amazing because so many people have digestion issues. Selenium? So many. Yeah. Psyllium. Psyllium husk. husk. Oh, psyllium. Yeah, just psyllium cleans husks. out your colon. Yeah, and you just... literally put a tablespoon of oh, water. Oh, I love yeah. colon blow. You know yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah, for, for um, our producer, down, That's for our producer, Jen, also like I want to get her on that. Um yeah, so she was colon blow. I know. <laughs> Called col- the colon cle- cut. Yeah. Um, but it's really, yeah, it's you got to think about, you know, also you said something interesting about summer is very young. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to a woman who was doing, teaching me a little bit about Ayurvedic and like what my sort of signs are. And she's like, you're all fire. Like I took a bunch of tests. And she's like, you're pretty much all fire. You need more water, like to balance. So I really like this summer when I met you and I was pretty burnt out. I tend to burn out more in the summers. And I think it's because if I'm fire and it's summer's young, yeah, then much, I'm yeah. I, I get too like you know, buzzy and then I burn out. So she's like, You have you need more water. And you said to me separately, you need more grounding. You need oats, you need warm, you need so I kind of took all these little pieces and incorporated them. And like really had a huge shift. Like after like four sessions of seeing you and incorporating a different breakfast and more warm grounding foods. And also she told me to swim in water because water balances. Hmm. So I would go with my son to the beach every night, which is just therapy in and of itself at like Mm -hmm. seven o'clock at night and swim in the ocean. That's so fun. And it would be, even if I had had like a crazy back-to-back day, my day is very much like yours, like kind of back-to-back meetings and calls. and, And then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm done, but I'm wired because I've been on all day. And so I'd go swim and I'd be like, it just like totally brought me down. And I just thought that was very interesting. We might need a way acupuncture, fitness, acupuncture, nutrition program to -hmm. offer people. I mean, that would be amazing. amazing. Yeah, because they're all important, right? Because when when patients come in, I'm like, okay, we talk about diet. I look at their tongue, feel their pulses. And then it's like, what are you doing for exercise? Right. Right. Because we're as we're animals, we need to move. Right. Mm -hmm. We have musculature. We're not made to sit down. And that's one of the things when people come in, they're so, um, you know, all these A types from New York, Mm -hmm. they they can't believe they're injured. Right, that they get injured. Whether right. it's from a New Yorker get injured. I know from whether it's from spin, they pull a hamstring or yoga. I get more injuries from yoga mm-hmm. than anything else, right? Yeah. And 
they don't like, they can't believe they're injured at all. They're like, mm -hmm. but I'm doing yoga. I'm like, right. yes, you're standing on your head and you kind of like, you know, pull something or hamstrings right. or whatever else. And then of course, CrossFit, whatever. If you're going to practice a sport or be in action, you will get injured, period. Right. So what you got to do is take care of yourself. Right. It's mm -hmm. easy. You know, and I tell them, it's like when professional athletes get injured on the field, they right. take them off and they're getting PT and they're getting massages, they're getting acupuncture. Right. You don't see them. You know, because you're working and doing whatever, but they're like a week of right. therapies. Mm -hmm. You got to take care of yourself. Right. And, you know, an exercise is key. Like, which exercise are you doing mm -hmm. to kind of like, you know, that's right for you, strengthen your body? Well, I think it's cool, too. This summer, you're like, so Sarah, like what, based on what my goals are, like my, of whether it's regards to my physical um, strength or I'm trying to get pregnant right now, like my, if I'm trying to get pregnant, I don't need more yang. I need yin. I need things that are going to like fill me up and not deplete me. So I don't need Barry's boot camp. I need yoga, right? Like, mm -hmm. so yep. that was interesting too when you were talking about it. Cause I'm like, I'm depleted. Like I'm, I'm burnt out and I don't know how I got there, but like, yeah, I went on an eight mile run that I did a soul cycle class then I did. And it's like, no, you need to. Well, eight mile run right there is just up. Like too far. <laughs> but like for me, that was just fun, you know, but it's funny. It's just you got to think about what's the goal and what's the purpose yeah. of your exercise. Like, what, do you, what are you trying to achieve? You don't need to go full-blown, young, exercise seven days a week. Right. 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 Exactly. There's a balance. And listen, I, I, you know, I was at the um, Mighty Hamptons Triathlon this mm -hmm. past weekend, right? And mm -hmm. there's like, you know, the older crew, these, these uh, men and women out there that are older that are like – in the triathlon, and God bless them. You right. know, I don't, I'm not telling anyone to stop doing what you're doing. Just have a balance and have right. some realistic goals mm -hmm. of what you can do. And you know, it, it's like if you're not going to be as fast as you used to be, and that's fine. <laughs> but stay in the game, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, don't right. stop. Keep doing triathlons. I but, drove by a lot of those cyclists on the way to work on it was a Sunday morning. Yeah. And some of them, some of them look so miserable. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. like, <laughs> Why are you even doing this? If you look like they just look mad. Yeah. Like seriously, like why am I doing this? It was why? a tough swim. The water conditions it was. was horrific. Oh, I felt really bad. I got there like oh. at like five fifteen in the morning. I mean. It was windy and choppy. I was like, oh, oh. no, I've done that before. The, the Mighty Montauk. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Miserable. Yeah, yeah. it was miserable. Yeah. They weren't too happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But we should ask Kevin about his way. Like, what's your way? Like, yeah. to walk us through one of your days. A um, day in the life of Kevin Menard. A day in the life of Kevin Menard. Okay. Well, um, let's see. In the morning, <laughs> let the dogs out. <laughs> we got these two little rescues, that's where, which are like precious. And, um, you know, just do some exercises like to warm up, whether it's um, we have an assault bike at home, right? So I do like 10 minutes or something on that and do some like something to just kind of get the blood moving. Then I'll have some like oatmeal or whatever and um, try and integrate a little meditation in there. And right now it's the fall, so I'm integrating uh, qigong back okay. into it. Just a lot of breathing for the lungs. You know, uh, the fall is, as far as elements go, Chinese medicine is related to metal, which is related to the lungs. Mm. So you just kind of like want to really open those up. And then heading to the office. I'm usually in there around 8 in the morning, um, set it up. In general, I'll see between, you know, 10 to 14 patients a day. Um, you know, I have two rooms, so it's back-to-back. -back. It's really busy. Um, and I definitely, when I go into the office, um, you know, I need to ground myself. Right. Right. And so I actually, in all my travels around, I, before, 
when I was um, trying to decide whether I should be an acupuncturist or not. I was like, I was meditating on it. I was putting it up. What's really important for me, when, if you're at a point in your life and you need to make a decision and it's just unclear, right? You just can't make mm -hmm. a decision. You're just like so many different things is to meditation is so key to ground yourself and to put your intention out there that you need um, some help and direction, mm -hmm. right? What is the issue that you have? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I believe, um, you know, that we have guardian angels and we have mentors and the other plane that have always guided us, protected us, you know, throughout our life. We can feel their presence every now and then, you know, sometimes things happen that's more of a coincidence you're like mm -hmm. wow that was crazy mm -hmm. right so you know there is that that plane and they're there to help us we just need to ask mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and we need to we need to open ourselves we need to ground ourselves and create a, uh, a clearing so that we can hear them right right be quiet enough be quiet enough right. because we have all this static all around you know we're running around it's this it's that <laughs> we're running blah 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 we're on our phone phone the you know digital device are the worst right so we need to kind of like do some meditation. And I put out a, um, usually put out an intention of what it is I need help in. If it's a challenge I'm going through, if I need to make a decision or whatever it is. And I'll put it out there and I talk to him like I talk to a friend. I'm like, all right, guys, I'm in a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need some help right. here. Same. You know what I mean? I'm like. This yeah. really works, by the way. Yeah. I don't make it like holier than thou and do right. like, oh, Ganesh, blah, 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 and do right. some yoga chants, whatever, mantras. I'm like, all right, I need some help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they know Listen what up, a, beeps. Yeah. <laughs> they, they know what, a, you know, a, a, a stubborn one that I am. So I'm like, send me signs. Okay. Send me some signs of what I should do. And then let it go. And then you'll get signs. And yeah. I tell my patients this, wow. you know, and I like, you'll get signs that are meant for you and no one else. They'll come through animals. They'll come through music. They'll come through numbers. They'll come... They come. Through people. Right. Like all of a sudden, you're thinking about something, and then all of a sudden, this person from you haven't seen in 20 years comes and starts talking to you about that issue, and you're like, wow. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They go. just kind of appear. Yeah. So I create, you know, and um, back when I was trying to figure out if I want to be an acupuncturist or not, I, uh, through Abdi, um, he introduced me to this guy that was doing this uh, energetic medicine. It's called uh, Four Winds. Is based in like ancient Peruvian kind of Indian Native American spirituality. Mm -hmm. um, this guy named uh, Dr. Emmanuel Focaccia. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Mm -hmm. Did some work with him, and then he had done a lot of work in Peru. And like I was really into that now, right? There's like the four directions. You got like the south is the serpent, the west is jaguar, north hummingbird, and east is uh, eagle condor. And you um, you kind of do this medicine wheel, and I was really into that at that time. And I really wanted to, and, you know, I was laid off and I had some time off. And how often do we have like a big chunk of time to mm -hmm. do something? Never. Never. Unless I always hear like about people happens. do these great life trips. I've never done. I was like, you know what? I want to do a life trip. You know what I mean? And so I uh, contact, he put me in touch with this guy that was doing a, a uh, shamanic sound healing trip in Sacred Valley in Peru. No way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this sounds so cool. Wow. And I was like, so I signed up and I went. And it was, it, was, it was amazing. You know, we spent 10 days on there, went through the Sacred Valley. We would do these despacho ceremonies where we had these two shamans. We had this shaman father and son team. and I mean, mother, uh, father and daughter team. And, and I, my head was always like, um, this is bullshit. 
this doesn't work. I mean, are they real? I mean, are they real shamans? You know what I mean? It's That's like, so you, Sarah. You know, You're just called a shaman. You know, what does that mean? I know. It's just kind of like we're doing all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, there are a dime a dozen down there. Right. And I'm like, who knows if you got a good one, a real one right. or not, right? <laughs> and this guy was known as like El Condor. And I was just kind of like, my left side of the brain was like, you know, BS, BS, BS. Right. You know, I was just kind of like this the whole time. Yeah. But I paid all the money and I was down there. I was stuck there for 10 days going through the mountains with barely any food. So I'm like, all right, let me just lean in. And um, so we go in the mountains and we'd start doing this ceremony. Of course, they give you cocoa leaves to chew on, right? Because the altitude just kind of normalizes you a little bit. And they, they start doing the ceremony. And they, they, it's, you know what a despacho ceremony is? Yeah. It's kind of like they pull all these different elements like sugar and little figurines. They made and you drink feathers. it like ayahuasca? Nope. <laughs> and they just did, uh, that's, that's, uh, we kind of wanted to do that. I've never, you know, done that, but that was more like a jungle thing. Yeah. We're up in the mountains. I and uh, I was going to ask you. you could I know. It. I was She's hoping one day like, we do ayahuasca. Yeah, right. No, we never did that. So we do that, and they start chanting, and they have they they put on their ceremonial wear, and the bang of the gong. So, what are you wearing? Regular clothes, like Patagonia. It was okay. cold, okay. you know. And um, so we're up there, and we start chanting, and next thing you know. You just have this like spiritual experience, right? Really? Your heart opens up. You're all chanting and singing, and then you do this circle, and you, you know, they're saying all these chants, and he's going around with his drum, and he's doing all these like ceremonial things, and you feel amazing. It's Did like, you just feel like joy and joy, no judgment? Pure joy and no judgment. Okay. And you're like, your heart is just expanding, and it's hard to describe. And wow. I've learned, you know, and and it was just amazing i go to bed i was like oh my god that was so amazing and i'd wake up the next day and i was like was that real did that happen that's <laughs> bullshit like, that, was that shaman really yeah, but I, know, it, I, know, was, I know i don't think that happened you what's know? interesting about the story is you were talking about a day in your life uh-huh. and then you started talking about this story so yeah. something you were doing in your everyday practice you learned at this thing exactly and that's kind of where i'm going okay yes. so it was it was this incredible experience right mm -hmm. and um every day i'd wake up and there was like judgment 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 not real blah 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 then we go to another mountain they call apus and do another ceremony and i'd have a complete another spiritual awakening wow and the next morning was like groundhog day was that real i mean it was crazy <laughs> how the mind wow. doesn't want to believe it wants to keep it in this box right safety you know? zone safety like, zone yeah. it's like if we can't explain what happened it's not real Mm -hmm. As opposed to, Feeling. I had an amazing experience. I don't know what happened, but it was amazing. I'm just going to go with it. So I came back. And so what I do in the mornings is I create sacred space. So we, there's a prayer that I use where you kind of open up the four directions, right? And Mother Earth, Father, Son, Star Nations. And you create sacred space and bless it. And, and I pray to... for. Um, Great spirit to uh, help me in my treatments. Help me do the best that I can, you know, and just show love and compassion for my patients and just direct me as much as I can. I've also had a, up to level two Reiki training. Mm -hmm. So I do some of the Reiki prayers and exercises. How many levels are there? Four or five, I think. Why'd yeah. you stop at two? Oh, I just. Because I have to. Because he has I'm, to treat, not, his treat yeah, patients. I'm, <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm ready to do like three. Me. Yeah, I'm ready <laughs> to do three. Yeah, you do the first two. Yeah. And then you practice, All right. and you really get it in, and you really, and then when you're ready for three, you go back for three. So I'm kind of getting Come ready on, to go Kevin, back for three. I know three. we can do Reiki. You can. I know we can do Reiki. By the way, I think the old Cajun traitor stuff was yeah. Reiki, right? 
It's possible. I was thinking about that when I was coming over here. I was like, oh, my God, that was all Reiki. Because a lot of it is touch, right? When I'm kind of like doing yeah. – so I do all the Reiki because when I'm, you know, the treatment, we're treating your physical state, energetic right. state, all that stuff. Mm. So a lot of it is kind of like what you feel. You're basically a shaman, mm. I think. Well, I have but a condor of, feather in my office. Because of, because of all the <laughs> that he is. Because sure. of all the restrictions of like medicine and acupuncture mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. state boards and whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's just strip all that away. Mm-hmm. It's all gone. You you're like a shaman. You the way you feel about people and wh- how you treat them and your life experience and where you want to go and how you make people feel connected to their spiritual person is like not just an acupuncturist. Yeah. Well, Thank you. Uh, I mean, it, that's a big, you know, thing to say. I mean, it's hard but for it's me. I, I don't, I see like Abdi as a shaman and a healer. It's hard for me to yeah. be like, oh yeah, I'm a shaman. But you learned you know? from him how to, how to channel that, all those. Yes, yes, tools. yes, absolutely. And so, you know, I'm on my spiritual journey. I'll just say that. And I like to help others on their spiritual journey. I like to share what I learned. And what's great about the practice is you know, because my practice sports medicine, I treat a lot of muscular pain conditions. You come in, I'm doing assessments on you, you have shoulder pain, da, 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 needle, I have another person in the next room. And it's very kind of like clinical in that mm-hmm. regard. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's as, and then sometimes when I'm one-on-one with a patient, I don't have a per- person in the other room. And we're going, because whenever you injure yourself, there's a physical component, but there's also an emotional component. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the emotional component is informing much more than we think, mm-hmm. right? And we have to get to the bottom of that. Mm-hmm. And there needs to be like a level of trust and kind of like consistency with training. And then I kind of start going deeper yeah. with the person on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that I think, is the most you know, yeah. exciting part of the work. That's probably where you do the most healing. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's where... Not from the poke. It's from, from the, the, yeah. it's from the emotional release yes. and then the poke. Well, yes. you're treating the whole person. Like, you're, really, it's yes. not just a... I mean, people think of acupuncture as like a physical, you know, but it's not. It's way... The way you attack it is much more holistically. Yes. Than it is just, okay, this is like where the spleen is and this is where, you know, it's really a 360 approach. Absolutely. Yeah. We start with the physical... And then as I'm getting to know you and also as people kind of let me in to yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of the layers. Totally. Or sometimes I'll treat people and I'm, they're going for a while and they're not improving. And I'm like, there's something else here. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and that's when I start really asking questions. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden some things are revealed. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm like, right, okay, right. we mm-hmm. got to go at this at another angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's where things kind of shift. Right. And, you know, it's, it's important for me also to have a, um, a network of mm-hmm. fellow practitioners, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, I, it's important to me, um, to know like the, um, the best of genre. Like I used to not be a fan of chiropractors. Um, mm-hmm. but now I am right. because one thing I know is like, I can do all my work, uh, muscular, muscular wise and energetic wise and, you know, Chinese medicine wise, the structure needs to be balanced mm-hmm. also. So a chiropractor does that. Right. Mm-hmm. I've known some really great chiropractors great trainers, right? Mm-hmm. You know, really important. Great mm-hmm. PTs, great therapists, right? Mm-hmm. Great nutritionists, mm-hmm. right? It's like Yeah, it it's is like, a team. You, it's a team. Yeah. You know what? It's a whole team. It's like team. an ER. It is. You know? It, yeah. You need everybody in there. Yeah. Like and there's only room for so many in the ER. 
And you have to make sure that in the <laughs> ER you pick the best of the yeah. best. You want a spot on Kevin's one. team for sure. <laughs> well, that's I what I was going for, everybody. <laughs> okay, so let's circle back. So you do you create your environment, right? And then you like when you have your oats for breakfast, and then like do you break for lunch or do you eat on the run or like what? Do you um, do? my my lunch is um you know I'm in Sag Harbor and. I don't have much time, and you know, I just kind of like uh, I'll run over. And I, I keep a, a loaf of bread in my drawer, and it's the uh, what Dave's Killer Bread. Are you familiar oh, yeah, with that? Dave's Killer Bread. Love Dave's love Killer it. Bread. People love this yeah. bread. So I have his bread. It's the bread you're allowed to eat. Yeah, I mean, it's multigrain, yeah. healthier than. Well, like... if you don't eat it, he'll kill you. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. You have to Dave's eat it. Killer Bread. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Snuggle Harbor would they sell Dave's Killer Bread. Yeah. So I have a loaf of that, and then I'll run to provisions and get like a little container of uh, tuna fish. I love tuna fish. Yeah, I love yeah. their tuna fish. And too. you know, and then my guilty pleasure is chips. You know, I like there you know, you spicy Which tortilla chip? chips. Which ones? Yeah. It's Garden of Eden, and it's oh, the yeah. hot ones. I like yeah. those too. You those know? are good. Those are so really that's my lunch every day. I'm like, I have a really. Yeah. Kind of like. And then what about do you eat dinner early? Do you go to bed early? I try to get to bed around 930. And usually you you go home and, you know, like um, run the dogs and depending on the level of, you know, activity of the day, you know, the summer was like so busy. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't get to do um, a lot of things I like to do. Like I love to cycle. I didn't get on my road bike once this mm-hmm. summer. I have a Ducati. I didn't get to ride that once. Mm-hmm. Now I have that a Ducati, com- too. We should ride our you Ducati. You do? <laughs> yeah. I just have a Scrambler. That's great. Let's ride. I have a sports But I also I have a Vespa, also. I have a Vespa, also, too. I used to have it in New York, and I moved Sarah, it Sarah, don't get jealous. You're moving yeah, it on your yeah, yeah, Definitely yeah. on his let's team ride, now. Baby. Let's ride. You're on his team now. I'm always looking for someone to ride with. Let's ride this weekend. <laughs> okay, let's And then do I'll it. come and get treated. Okay. How about that? Come on in. I'm going to bump Wait, somebody out of my I spot. Wait, one thing I have to ask Kevin about is you've, you've created your own line of herbs, yes. right? Yes, yes. And... Um, this summer, I got treated by him, and he was all like jacked, like jacked up, oh and God. I was like, "What's happening?" And he <laughs> he had created a formula that was like a little bit too strong. Yeah, yeah and I need he said that. it's a one that he sometimes uses before he comes to your class. Yeah, I need yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's a different one. The one if I went to her class on that one, I'd be like, "Oh, okay, like, it'd be too floor. much." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, tell us about your supplement line and the CBD okay. idea and all sure, that. Sure, sure. So a couple years. So I have a background in Chinese medicine, and. Um, you know, Chinese medicine is great, like herbal formulas. They're super, super effective, but no one likes to take them, right? right. The compliance is like way yes. low. Because if you've ever had the teas, yes, they I've stink, had them. They're, they're disgusting. So gross. They're just like Gotta brown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even awful. as a Chinese medicine student, I was like, oh my god, I'm in the tea. I can't even drink them anymore. They're awful. So, um, my patients, you know, I was working with a buddy of mine as a Chinese herbalist over here, and he'd come and do formulas out there. So. Um, very little compliance. And CBD popped up on my radar about two and a half years ago. Um, and, you know, there was just like so much crazy information of what is it. And I was really curious about medical marijuana, medical cannabis, how does it work? So um, as I started drilling down into it, what I loved about it, there's a whole science behind it. Unlike Chinese herbs, there's not a lot of science behind it, right? Mm-hmm. It's more anecdotal. They've been doing it for 3,000 years. Mm-hmm. Cannabis, CBD, there's a whole science, um, you know, just real quickly. Uh, in the 1990s, um, uh, Israeli scientists, they were trying to figure out how does THC get us high, right? Mm-hmm. THC is a cannabinoid. It's a chemical compound uh, from a cannabis flower, right? There's hundreds of them. And they discovered in our bodies that humans and mammals have what's called an endocannabinoid system, right? It's these receptor cells in our brain and our immune system and our GI tract and um, that 
helps our body to um, achieve homeostasis. So if we have too much inflammation, our body releases endo cannabinoids, we release our own, and it like reduces inflammation, right? In a perfect world. Mm -hmm. the, the problem is, is that our immune systems are so um, sort of like uh, compromised, right? Our bodies can't keep up, so we're inflamed, right? Our bodies, our joints are inflamed, our, uh, our skeletal system. And what was interesting for me is I didn't realize that our brain and central nervous system can be inflamed, right? I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. And the symptoms of that, anxiety, insomnia, PTSD, epilepsy, Parkinson's, all these conditions that were rare 100 years ago are now like common, mm -hmm. right? It's an inflamed central nervous system. Mm -hmm. And so the work they're doing with cannabinoids shows that by you know us taking them that they help our body to... A, they can latch onto the receptors, like THC can actually bind with uh, some of the receptors. And CBD enables our body to produce more of its endocannabinoids, thereby downregulating inflammation. So I started using it in my practice, and I saw amazing results mm -hmm. for pain, for anxiety. So I set out uh, last year to create my own line that optimizes what CBD does well already, creating um, capsules. Um, with Chinese herb formulations that optimize the inflammation That's and so pain amazing. reducing. Yeah. So I have, it's called CBD Chi. And um, get it? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I like it. How do they get it? Is it on your website? Or is there a there website? Is, that's a whole other podcast. Huh. Um, I sell it in my office. <laughs> I brought some for you. Oh, and um, <laughs> and uh, the, it's, the CBD space is still high risk right now. And so right. it's hard to get a merchant processor. I have a... a a website uh, with e-commerce ready to roll. We should we should be live this week to answer I mean, your question. You can just... buy it online. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Great. So I have like three. Well, they can call there. your office. You can call in, my in office. Sag Harbor. Yeah. Exactly. And I'll sh I'll ship it. Yeah. So it's Kevin a pain Menard's and inflammation yeah, formula and uh, two formulas for performance enhancement. One for energy, whoa, which has um, cordyceps and ginseng and herba mate. That's ones I take for your need, class. I need all of these. You want oh my those. god, it's amazing. Have you ever seen me fist pumping in uh, the every air? Time. I'm on every time, I'm on whoa. Every time, every time. What I took for you was a young formula, which is which had deer antler velvet in it. Mm -hmm. Deer antler, there's that damn deer, poor Told Bambi. Yeah. Deer and, antler, and um, it didn't react with the CBD well. Got and it. it created all these like I was I sweating see. and I was yeah. I was like my heart was racing mm -hmm. and so we actually I sent them all back we're reconfiguring that formula okay. and that's going to be more of a, a natural formula to build uh, testosterone growth human growth hormone like naturally mm -hmm. repair tendon and connective tissue because it's kind of a it helps the yin in your body while yeah. you're training Love while it. you're in yeah awesome this wow. is also so, great I feel like I, we could talk for four more we hours. could we have to have him <laughs> back on because there's a part two here yeah, waiting to be two. born. Yeah, we need we need to have a part two for so. sure. This was exciting. So yeah. Fun. Well, yeah. I'm more excited about our motorcycle ride on Me Saturday. Me too. I've been looking for a riding partner. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you so yeah. much for coming out. Love and you, Kev. Thank, thank you. Both you. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my God, I am so obsessed with Kevin, but not as obsessed as you are. Uh, <laughs> I have a crush on him. But it's okay because he knows my husband, and we're all really good friends. You know what? It's healthy. It's good. And I just. He's a beautiful soul. He is. Physically beautiful and beautiful inside even more so. I feel like if Chris had a gay brother, that would be it. <laughs> Chris loves him. Yeah. When Chris met him, he was like, all right, you know what? I'll, I'll go to him because he gets me. They're and like I'm the like, same size. kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's that's part of it. And also Kevin kind of has a man crush on Chris, I think. Like he calls him killer. 
when he's treating but him I would in never know that Kevin was gay. He doesn't act. He he's like he looks like a big strong football player. He he's very masculine and has a very feminine side to him, which I absolutely love. Yeah, I balance. love my favorite thing he said was about asking for help. Yeah, putting it out to the universe. Yeah, asking. Okay, guys, I need a little guidance. Show me signs, and then let it go. Yeah. yeah. I thought that I was, thought I was the only freak that did that thing. Where like, come on, guys! Like, I yeah. got it. I got Help it. Me. Something's got to change. Like, yeah, that's my go-to move right there. I love yeah. that there's someone else in the world that believes like that. I just, I just feel like you know, as a client of his, patient of his, I just feel like I'm in such good hands. Oh yeah. Don't you like going into that room? It's not just a treatment. You actually feel like he's going to do some reiki business on well, you and things are going to get better based on his life experience he's going to do a lot of things to you that he learned right. which is you know our journeys are so amazing i heard a song the other day on um on sirius xm that's the title of the song was a hundred mistakes mm-hmm. and in the song it says a hundred mistakes make for a hundred good stories mm. and i thought that was so mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. because like all the guests that we've had on Mm -hmm. everybody has gone through some type of like major mistake Mm -hmm. a life-changing left turn Mm -hmm. pulled it together Mm -hmm. and created like a brand for themselves which is so awesome it's even even people that have great jobs i'm not saying leave your job and start a brand but i'm just saying like even if you have a job and you have a hobby that you're super passionate about like that could be a side hustle Mm -hmm. And a passion where you actually can have your job where you're like, eh, mm-hmm. this is where I make my money. But you can also have another thing going on that like makes your soul happy. That's right. It's like, it's what, what each guest has said. Intention, mm-hmm. manifestation, reality. Action. Action. Yeah. It's super, super, super amazing. fun. So, All right. Let's go get poked by Kevin this week. Let's get him. <laughs> Hi guys, I just want to remind you that the Way 6 nutrition and exercise program begins now. If you want to sign up, go to thewaynyc.com. Contact us at thewaynyc.com. The program kicks off January 6th and get ready to transform your body, your mind, and your soul. Thank you so much for listening to The Way. For more information on brands we're loving and products we mention, check out our website at thewaynyc.com. Yes. 